Hello, welcome to Sumo Mainichi. It's Thursday and it's day 12 of Haru Basho in Osaka. And geez, is it hotting up? Well, not literally, because in Osaka today was 13 degrees Celsius, oh. 56 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, comfortable. <laughs> 51% humidity, but the sumo action, yep. 1, million, 1 million degrees. <laughs> Can you go that high? No. Well, where do you top out What's at? the top temperature that's ever been achieved? I think it would be the, the Earth's sun. The Earth's sun. Yep. <laughs> the sun. The Earth's sun. There are other suns. Yeah, yeah. Every star is a sun. Yeah. What about the core of the Earth? No, it would be mm, the... What's It would be another sun. I mean, it would be a... Maybe a supernova. Yep. Giant dwarf. Oh, yeah. What about inside of a star? That magma must be hot as Magma. <laughs> It'll be super hot. That's how hot the sumo is, actually. Mm. The the programming, I'll just take a moment to give a shout out to the, the programming of the JSA. It's mm. led to a very cool situation. Do you mean in Makuchi or just I just mean in, in general. Sumo, the, yeah. We've just spent a lot of time getting onto the programming and just not thinking it's being done in the most exciting way. But this time, Haru Basho 2022, it's happening. Let's talk about Jurio first. Midori Fuji and Ryuden faced off today. They both came into this at uh, nine and two. Midori Fuji did a great job of not letting Ryuden do his style of sumo, but eventually Midori Fuji was overpowered by Ryuden, who crushed him to the dirt. So that takes Ryuden to the lead, 10 and two. Midori Fuji, uh, nine and three. Enho, he is actually in form. He punished Anasanawaka Henka today to move to nine and three. He's actually in in the second place at the moment, Enho, where's that come from? But today he did hand Asanawaka his makakoshi. He is four and eight. Oho had the better of Kitnawaka in the belt battle, keeping himself in the Yusho race and keeping Kitnawaka from the lead. Kitnawaka 9-3, Oho same score. Tsurugisho found the back of the belt against Mitoryu and there was nothing Mitoryu could do. Mitoryu 9-3. Tsurugisho 6 and 6. Just before we go to the very exciting Jurio leaderboard, let's have a look at the Jurio Rikishi who picked up their Makakoshi today. Hakuyozan at Jurio 12. Daisho Maru at Jurio 8. Kaisei. No. At Jurio 3, unfortunately. He looked terrible today, actually. No sumo from him. And Nishiki Fuji at Jurio 5. Yep, Hakuyozan in a bit of trouble there. The leaderboard. On 10 wins, it's Jurio 13, Ryuden. He is on the comeback and he's doing really well. He would love to pick up that Yusho, of course, but straight behind him on nine wins, there is a pack. Oho, Midori Fuji, Mitoru, Kidnawaka and Enho. Mm. So Jurio shaping up over the last three days to be very exciting. Absolutely. Well, speaking of exciting, let's move to Makuchi, the top division and the first bout of this particular division today was Akua up against Jurio visitor Azamaru, mm -hmm. who we might need to talk about after this. Akua, despite the new uh, Mawashi colour yesterday, he was back to his old tricks today of just charging in, being his own worst enemy. Azamaru stood there and just let Akua come in, uh, looked for something low, and then Akua tumbled to the ground. Hataki Komi. Azamari didn't have to do much today. No, not a lot of sumo happening here, but it was extremely important for Azamari because in the Jurio race, he joins that pack of those other 
guys uh, in the race. He's nine wins and three losses. So that that makes Jurio even more likely to go down to the straws, I think. Aqua, he is three and nine. Cotto Echo, he's fighting really early. I was surprised by this and I got really anxious. He's up against returned Chiona Cooney. And Chiona Cooney comes back with another taping art piece on that left shoulder. It certainly hasn't... Um, move to a point where it doesn't need any tape anymore. I feel that at some point archaeologists could come in and start to peel back the layers of tape <laughs> and, you know, maybe try to find that original tape that was there some time back from 2017. Yeah, I it's think a lot of tape on quite tape. Quite a bit there, isn't there? <laughs> so it, his shoulder didn't look any better, but his sumo looked pretty good. The pushing was good. The forward movement was good. And he actually blasted Kotoeko out of the doyo. Chinakumi, Chinakumi. Chinakuni just came out red hot. Kotoeko was maybe surprised. I wonder. He might have expected him to be way weaker with those arm yeah. thrusts. Did you notice Chinakuni's reaction after he picked this win oh, up? So, so pumped. So pumped up. Love to see it. Chinakuni, five wins, three losses, and four days off due to injury. Kotoeko still looking for that eighth win. We'll put the MP3 away for today. The next bout of the day, Kagiyaki and Chiyotaryu. The Chiyotaryu Express pulled out of the station, but uh, just as the train was pulling up at the destination, Kagiyaki stepped aside and flicked Chiyotaryu to the ground, Tsukiyotoshi. Yeah, he wasn't watching again, Chiyotaryu and Kagiyaki. He can pull off these moves, and he did today. That uh, staves off Makakoshi for him for another day, stays on the road. He's five and seven, and Chiyotaryu, that takes him to the road. He's also five and seven. Miyogiryu up against Kotokuzan and a big pushing, thrusting battle here. The Really the definition of it, Miyogiryu was forced to play Kotokuzan's game and he also ended up falling for the slapdown from Kotokuzan. I thought Miyogiryu might be experienced enough to see that, but today he wasn't. Miyogiryu now rode to Kachikoshi. I feel like his performance is Makakoshi worth yeah, at maybe. this point. Uh, Kotokuzan, he's six and six now after some, you know, it was a tough weekend for him and not a great start to this week. It will be a very interesting next three days for him to see if he can pick up his Kachikoshi in his debut Makuchi appearance. How do you feel about him so far? I don't know. A bit ambiguous. I was saying yesterday that I think he was running out of steam. A win against Miyogiryu doesn't make me retract that comment. Mm. We'll see what happens. It will be interesting. Miyogiryu at Maegashira, 11, 5 and 7. Yutakiyama up next against Teretsuyoshi. Yutakiyama, he didn't have to do all that much to win this one. He met Teretsuyoshi out of the Tachiai, then stepped aside, let Teretsuyoshi go past, slapped him, Teretsuyoshi hits the dirt. Ataki Komi win for Yutakiyama. I cannot get a read on Yutakiyama at the moment. I think maybe this was a little bit more about Teretsuyoshi and, you know, him just going low and Yutakiyama seeing a a spot for him to step aside and just let Teretsuyoshi pass through in a way. I didn't, he didn't really do his style of sumo, Yutakiyama, but he did pick up the win. He At least he had the eyes to see that win opportunity. They On the NHK coverage, they showed uh, a guy with a Teretsuyoshi banner, an older guy, and we thought it might have been his dad. Yeah, we don't know if it was, though, If anyone we? knows if it was his dad. I feel like I could see that maybe there was a, a, resemblance, a resemblance and maybe it was his dad. But uh, yeah. if anyone knows, let us know because that would be really cute. 
but he lost actually. So it wasn't so good for him. He put the banner away quickly. But Terence Yoshi, six and six. Yutakiyama, I, I mean, he started off well and then he just got those quite a few losses in a row and now he's got a few wins in a row. He's seven and five. Only needs one more for that Kachikoshi and I, for one, hope he can get it. Shimanumi against Kodoshoho. Kodoshoho here was absolutely intent on Shimano Umi's very loose belt. He hung on. Shimano Umi tried to dislodge him, moved around, tried to get him off, but Kodoshoho kept the hands on. Even though they were kind of far from Shimano Umi's body, he swung him around and down to the ground. And Kodoshoho now, he's eyeing off a Kachikoshi. He sure is. 7-5. I thought he showed lovely control today uh, against a probably more enthusiastic Shimano Umi who was really taking this one to Kodoshoho. Shimano Umi now 6-6. Six and six. Again, another Rikishi who, uh, who knows how these next three days will play out for him. And as you said, Kodoshoho 7-5, one win away from that critical Kachikoshi. Up next, we had Chiyomaru up against Aoyama. And this was a commanding performance from Aoyama as he got on the Chiyomaru belt straight out of the touchy eye and moved him easily back and over. I wonder whether Chiyomaru was expecting some slapping and thrusting attacks from Aoyama. Yeah, perhaps. I I thought he was slow to react, but I think you're right. He was slow to react to the full body assault, to the push. And I think maybe that was because he was expecting Aoyama to stay back a little bit and go for the the arms. Yeah. And so Aoyama was just way too quick for him. And that's Makakoshi for Chiyomaru, unfortunately. Maegashira 13, as long as he can pick up another couple of wins, he should stay in top division. I feel like we're always worried about Chiyomaru at the end of a basho at the moment, that he's always like teetering right on the edge and... I'm always worried for him, Mr. Sumo. 4-8 at 13. He's got a little bit of leeway, but he does need to pick up a few more wins. Aoyama, he's in that middle ground. At Maegashira 10, he's 6-6. Six and six. Tobizaru came up next against Tochinoshin. Now, he came out of the Tachiai Tobizaru with his hands up against Tochinoshin's chest and I got ready for some pushing from Tochinoshin. I thought he'd reach around for the belt. I thought it was a pretty simple prospect for him to get an advantage here. But instead it was Tobizaru just pulling Tochinoshin down to the dirt, the Hikiotoshi win for Tobizaru. If you're going to pull, this is the pull you need to do. Yeah, he just got it, didn't he? It just suddenly happened. Yeah, it just happened. And I think this was the right move for Tobizaru. He didn't want this bout to go on any longer than it needed to. Yeah, Because as he said, if Tochinoshin got on the belt, it was over. So Tobizaru decided to take that risk finish it early, and he got rewarded for it. Maybe he, it was the, the post-Kachikoshi slump from Tochinoshin. I always think sometimes the, the joy of that day and then it goes mm, a bit the next day. Yeah, look, you, you can take the foot off the pedal a bit once you've got that Kachikoshi. Hard to say. I think actually Tobizaru just did better sumo today. He didn't may really, well have. I don't know why I don't want to admit that. <laughs> no, I think he did. Tobizaru, six and six, Tochinoshin, eight and four. Chiyoshoma was up on the doyo next against Nishikigi and Chiyoshoma, he did a hanker and didn't he look like a superb flying purebred dog as he went to the side <laughs> before Nishikigi. Treat yourself. Well, this is, we've been talking about this, but didn't it look magnificent? It was nice. It, if you're going to do a hanker, like yeah. do a flying one. I mean, was it a dog act? Sure it was. 
But he's earned it. I was kind of on board with oh, it. I was on board. There was something just seeing a sumo do sorry, seeing a rikishi do his style of sumo. Yeah. He's he's standing in his own truth. Yeah, yeah that's right. He's speaking his truth Jeez. with his body. Oh god. Well, up he in did the air. Fly flying to the side. I mean, he was on the road to Kachikoshi, right? He he wants to pick up some wins. He's been doing great yeah, sumo yeah, and yeah. not just finding the yeah. The winning position. Yeah. I was and happy for him. I know. I, yeah. I kind of felt it. Yeah, absolutely. Nishikigi, though, he didn't feel it. Nah. He wasn't taken off guard all that much by this hanker. Maybe he was expecting it. And he turned to face Chiyoshoma and charged him towards the bales. Chiyoshoma, though, he caught the incoming Nishikigi, twisted him to the ground. Nishikigi crashed down. At around the same time Chiyoshoma did, the Gyoji gave it to Chiyoshoma. We um, watched one replay and it looked like Nishikigi fall, fell to the ground first. Uh, there was some question about, Chiyoshoma was kind of behind him, so there was some question about maybe his foot had gone to the uh, side or something like that. And then because the we were watching a Bemer at this point because of the news coverage of the uh, North Korean missile and so... They didn't actually play the result of the Monoe, so the next thing we saw was the next bout. So we can only assume that that result stood. Chiyoshan was actually given the win and Nishikigi had fallen first. That was what appeared on the scoreboard. And so Chiyoshan, he stays on the road to Kachikoshi at five and seven. Nishikigi didn't manage to pick up his Kachikoshi today. He's seven and five. Ichiyamamoto up next against Okonomi. There were a lot of slap and pull downs today. And this was another one. Ichiyamamoto just reached out with the long arms, held Okonomi up and then slapped him down. It was a Hadakikomi win for Ichiyamamoto. I mean, you said it right at the top of the episode that we were thrilled with the programming, not only today, but of yesterday. But I feel like up to this point, the sumo has been a bit average yeah. in the sense that there's been a lot of quick bouts, a lot yep. of slap downs, a yep. lot of ricochet uh, getting to know the dirt very well. Yeah. This was another one. I mean, this wasn't pretty. Okanumi has lost the love of sumo. A little bit, hasn't he? Well, I'd say a lot. He's 3-9 and I know there are ricochet out there who are doing worse like Ura and Meisei, but there's no passion mm. in the Okanumi sumo and Ichiyamamoto, I don't know. Well, the, the one win, thing that, but yeah, the one thing that Okonomi has been is, you know, consistent. Consistent. He, he's never really flashy. He can have a really good basho at times, but he doesn't really let the easy guys, uh, the guys below him beat him easily, I that's guess is what I'm trying right. to say. And that's what happened today. So that's why it was a little bit sad or a little bit, um, a little bit wrong. Mm. Okonomi. Three and nine. Ichiyamamoto, though, stays on the road to Kachikoshi. He's five and seven. Can he do it? One word? Uh, no. Okay, wow. Abandoned Ichiyamamoto. Let's move on. <laughs> Kiribayama up next against Hokuto Fuji. Hokuto Fuji came out strong. But Kiribayama, he stood very, very firmly, lent in hard, grabbing the upper body of Hokuto Fuji before transitioning instantly into a belt hold. This happened in the blink of an eye. It was so amazing to see. And then from there, the sumo was happening to Hokuto Fuji. It was happening around him and he was taken back and walked over the bales. Yori Kitty. I thought that Kiribayama was so keen for this win. Sometimes with him, you just sense 
the need for a win. He had that today and he pulled it off. That's his kachikoshi. So I think he really deserves that in Haru. Yeah. I, I think he's done great, Sumo. It, it's been an amazing performance. I think even the losses have been very exciting. He brings it every day and just looked way, way better than Hogata Fuji today. As you said, he came out to win. He did. And maybe he starts a uh, rise towards Sanyaku again. Mm. You know, he's been up there. He's at Magashira 4 now. This will take him back up. There will certainly be some some spots available for him. And so will he be able to take this form ongoing? In one word, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Hokuto Fuji with that last six and six. Love to sit on the fence. Wakamoto Haru up next against Endo. This is their first time meeting. Endo goes for a pull off the touchy eye. It's, it's brave and it's it might be a good idea, actually, against Wakamoto Haru. You don't want him to get too established. But it was a no-go. Wakamoto Haru is so stable. And then he got in close. Danger zone. He kept his head. Endo, though, is always under control. This was a fast bout, but super controlled from both Rikishi. Their arms were around each other. But then Wakamoto Haru, he flipped his hands to the belt Looked super dangerous for Endo and, in fact, Wakamoto Haru didn't waste a second. He was in and he took Endo over the bales, even with a little bit of an extra push. Treat yourself. I didn't mind it. It's your kachikoshi, Wakamoto Haru, at your highest rank. And he got a fat stack of envelopes for this win. (laughs) Yeah, the uh, advertising envelopes from Endo. Thank you very much. So, so good. And he gets his kachikoshi in the way that he's conducted himself all of this basho honest sumo. Wakamoto Haru, he's bringing that um, belt sumo back into the meta. Mm. I think it's not the, you know, I mean, contrasting against Endo's Maimawashi insistence, he just get he just needs to get on the back of the belt. That's what he wants to do. And he looks really good doing it. It's good to see, isn't it? And it forces his opponents to, you know, get on the belt as well. And so if they have any ability there, it actually turns into quite a good belt battle from time to time. I can't wait to see him rise up and fight Sanyaku. I think it'll be very, very interesting how his style fits in with that uh, level of totally, sumo. Totally. So he is eight and four. Congratulations, Wakamoto Haru. We'd like to give you an official congratulations from the Sumo Manichi podcast. Endo, he's got three days to get his kachikoshi. He is seven and five. Takara Fuji up next against Meisei. Oh boy. Takara Fuji simply moved forward. Meisei was trying to lock up his arms and Takara Fuji just steps forward one, two, three times and takes Meisei over the bales. I mean, Maysay did try some lateral movement at the end, but I nothing feel like to see. maybe he should just go Kyucho or something at this point. It's it's not great to see. It can't feel good to him. No, we, we don't know if the, we don't know about an injury. You can't yeah. see an injury, but there's yeah. just none of the none of the the pace or the power or the the drive to win at yeah. the moment from him. I mean, I was asking Short Eye to go Kujo and that turned out to be very wrong. So <laughs> maybe don't listen to me, may say, maybe come back and get three more wins. I don't know, but um, Well, at 111, I think your advice is sounding better and better. Yeah, just if you need a sleep, have a sleep is yep. my motto. He's 1 and 11 as you said, Takara Fuji 4 and 8. Daesho up against Tamawashi, and today Tamawashi gave a bit of a masterclass in 
the style of sumo that they share, the uh, pushing, thrusting method. He got the best of the pushes today. His hand flat on the face of Daesho, bent him over backwards and pushed him out Oshidashi. Yeah, the Norawa attack really unsettled Daesho here. And when Daesho's head's up and back, it means he can't generate the same power or drive. Yeah, you're exactly right. Tamawashi took him to school today. On the front foot. Absolutely. Tamawashi... Six and six, Daesho now on the road to Kachikoshi at Maegashira one. Needs three more wins on the last three days to uh, go Kachikoshi. Sadanumi and Ura were up next. Ura was low, but he hopped forward at the touchy eye fast enough and met Sadanumi solidly and sent Sadanumi back. Ura continued forward and low and took Sadanumi over the bales. I mean, this is Ura doing that style and he got a win from it today, but only the second time this match. He he definitely did more today and it was straightforward. He wasn't trying to dart around anyway. He wasn't trying to go particularly low. I mean, he always stays fairly low. This might have been a sign of where Sadna Umi is at, but I I did think that the more straightforward plan today from Ura to just come forward worked for him. It broke a seven-day loss streak. Perhaps it could have been just due to the form of, of Sadanumi. I mean, he's now three and nine, certainly not feeling it himself. But, you know, it wasn't too bad today from Ura. I wish I could share your uh, optimism. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm really grasping. Yeah, you are. But you're doing a good job to keep it positive. Ura, two and ten, Sadanumi, three and nine. Komasubi Takanosho up against the newly returned, well, he returned yesterday, Ishira. Takanosho forward out of the touchy eye. He hit Ishira's left shoulder straight away, turned him around and took him out with a single arm at his throat. So an easy win for Takanosho here. Yeah, again, it's very, very hard to tell how Ishira's uh, health is because we didn't see much of him again today. As you yeah. said, Takanosho finishing this one off so, so quickly. I couldn't tell what was going on because, yeah, you, there was no attempt at a, no. a push or a move or anything, which does suggest to me that he's not in the best of health. So maybe he should reevaluate that coming back. But um, the one thing actually I did think here that was a bit harsh on Ishira is that this Kimarite was given Okuri Dashi. Oh, that's right. And he wasn't even halfway turned around when he went out. Like I feel like for Okuri Dashi you have to be, that has to be a real presentation of the buttocks, you well, know, like we it, didn't, he was, he was halfway out. Yeah. Look, to me, it's about, are you pointing in the same direction? Are yeah. your faces looking at the same thing? And he wasn't. No. Nah, they were I looking at different things. should have things. been Oshidashi. Completely agree. Uh, yeah, we won't count that as an Okudidashi in our hearts. <laughs> Ishira, one win, five losses, six mm. days off now. And Takanosho, three, nine. I guess that's good news for him. Onosho up next against Komasubi Hoshoryu. Out of the touchy-eye, Hoshoryu played Matador as he was tempting Onosho to charge once, twice, and then the third time. And each time he was able to step aside and keep his feet and turn to face Onosho. On the last time, um, Hoshoryu turned quickly and finished this one off with a brutal push that sent Onosho crumbling to the ground. You mentioned Onosho's movement. He really was bouncing around like a beach ball in the Bay 13 stands at the MCG in the 80s, which is a niche reference for only Melburnians. But what it means is he was just moving around the whole time. And I think it kind of distracted from 
what he was trying to do. It was too much movement for him to land anything properly. And Hoshiro was just really patient. He was able to keep out of the way and, yeah, eventually find that spot to win. Maybe just a bit too much here from Onosho. Yeah. Hoshiro was happy to let this one be decided by speed and he's a faster ricochet and picks up the win. (laughs) Six and six. Onosho now at Maegashira 3 on the road to Kachikoshi, five and seven. Well, this is the one of the big bouts of the day. Very important for the Yusho race. Sekiwake Wakataka Kage up against Magashira 6, Kodono Waka. Wakataka Kage, he looks solid at the touch here. He went low, but straight away he was taken back by Kodono Waka. Kodnawaka was able to lock up Wakataka Kage's right arm that he'd gotten on his belt. They stopped for a few seconds there and waited. They were locked up, but that kind of head-to-head lock up rather than the full body. Kodnawaka tried to haul Wakataka Kage around by the arm, but he's just so strong at the moment. He looks so hard to move, so heavy. And he ends up not down on the ground, as Kodnawaka hoped, but in a position to push forward and take Kodnawaka out, Yorikiri. How did he survive that that arm throw? Yeah. You're exactly right. I think there's a cert, there's a confidence, there's an aura yeah. around Wakataka Kage at the timing. moment. Timing. The timing. Of course he wasn't going to go down to that throw and all it did was to drag Wakataka Kage into a winning position. Mm. He's, he just looks unstoppable at the moment. Um and just seems to be stronger and stronger every day. And the better the competition is, the better he gets. Mm. I think his instincts are really yeah. strong at the moment because the replay showed him he pushed away Kodnawaka's arm at one point towards the end and then let that movement carry him forward into Kodnawaka's body. Like the timing of everything was just perfect. It was like, you know, I, I say it a bit, but this time in particular, a choreographed dance that... Mm was just done to perfection. The, the replay also showed that Wakataka Kage landed a right-hand belt grip really early on and yeah. he did not let go of that. Yep. Throughout everything you've described there, he still held on to that. That anchored him, let him stay close. And I think that was a really big determinator. Is that the right? Can I say that? Determinator? It determined I feel this like bout. you can. I feel like it's a really powerful word. Yeah. Either way, I think it was a really important uh, tool that he had. Uh, in this bout. Now, this matters for the Yusho race. Wakataka Kage now moves to 11 and 1. Kodnawaka, who would have been dying to even up the score there, is now 9 and 3. It's so crucial because it means he drops two behind, and that's hard to make up with three days Three left. days to go, absolutely. Uh, Do we say Wakataka Kage's score? He's 11 say and 1. Say it again. One. Great stuff. <laughs> Ichinojo and Abi were up next. Ichinojo, it looked like he knew what was coming here, as we've seen Abi's opponents do over the last few days, and he put up a solid defence against the Abi attacks. Ichinojo, he made sure to stay in nice and close here. Then Abi, he just exploded. He went hard. He threw high thrusting attacks. But Ichinojo just calmly, he got underneath them, then stepped aside and slapped Abi down to the dirt Tsukiyotoshi. Yeah, and that's his kachikoshi. You're absolutely right. He was so calm. He just kind of stood there. I mean, we know he's a big guy. We know he's very steady when he wants to be. And he waited for the thrust down opportunity. And that's his eight wins. He had a little uh, little interview. He yeah. was very stoic of course. as usual. But I imagine that in his mind he's thinking about that Sanyaku spot, that Komasubi spot in particular, 
for him at uh, Maegashira to one more win and probably get him up there. We've been watching Ichi Nojo for long enough to know you can't really get too caught up in his numbers. Yeah. Because the numbers don't really matter. Yeah. It's his, it, it's his attitude uh, during these bouts, yeah. how he takes on these, you know, better opponents. I'm doing air quotes here. He's 8-4, but I think he's been very, very good this Basho. Absolutely. So if he ends up in Sanyaku, great, but I, I just think it's about consistency for him at this, yeah, this stage. Very good point. Abi, he is 6-6 six and six at Sekiwake. So, so he's a few losses in a row. Taking it down to the him. line. Yeah, is that four losses yeah. is now it? for him, I think? Yikes. Uh, yeah, four losses in a yeah, row. Yeah, right. Wow. The wheels are falling off. He'd be hungry for another couple of I wins. I mean, I just think people are learning again how to how yeah. to deal with it. Agreed. Shorty came up next. Shorty has been so exciting, so despondency bringing and then exciting <laughs> so far. What can he do today? He's finally matched up against the Ozeki, Takakesho, and he absolutely exploded out of the Tachiai Shorty. He got straight in around Takakesho's body. No time for slaps, no time for thrusts. Shodai got the right arm on the inside, the left on the outside, and he took Takakesho back on the path to defeat. Shodai. I, I mean, I was stunned. Shodai was stunned. Well, Takakesho was stunned. Everyone more like was it. pretty stunned. You know, I mean, we, we, we sit here, we act like we're surprised, like we weren't told about this. Shodai told us mm. this in, the, in that interview before the Basho started, he said he's going to listen to his body and up the pace. Oh, my God. He's upping the pace. He really is. He's getting better as the Basho wears on. His um, demeanour is getting better as the Basho wears on. Yeah, that's true. He's now seven and five. One win away. Oh, I think it could happen. He was telling us to be patient in the first yeah. week, wasn't he? Yeah. He's like, guys, I'm still feeling really shit. I'm going to I'm going to go out and lose a few. I can tell, but I think it's nearly over. I'm going to come back. So that's what his body was telling him. Maybe. Yeah, he listened to it and the body said I probably need a week. Yeah. But then I then I've got your back. I need 5 days. I need 5 days. <laughs> a little bit out of order. Far out. I mean, this was I I mean, this didn't look like sumo to me. It looked too easy. Yeah, it was quick, wasn't it? I, was I mean, why don't more people do this against Takakesha? Just go straight in and take him back. If he can't get those, how? Oh, I want to watch this no, bout again now. Well, how did he stop the arms coming no, out? His there, body was just there. I don't think there's answers there. I watched this replay really, really intently. If you told me this match was rigged, I'd go. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it just looked that straightforward. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Takakesha, even when he's crowded for space, can try something. Yeah. He looked like just he can be so quick. He can be really quick. Well, he, I think I think he was quick in deciding there was no way out of this one. Yeah. Very very strange stuff, but the good news is Ozeki Shodai beats Ozeki Takakesho and moves one win away from retaining that Ozeki status. Just so fabulous. Can and, I just take a second uh, to say that I'm really, really happy? Yeah, and can we just acknowledge that as a podcast we've never given up on him? Yeah. Apart from you saying he should go QJ. Oh, that was for his own good, though. Sure. That was for, like, future wins so that if if he was not to get any other wins, then yeah, he yeah, would yeah. come back stronger in May. Maybe you need to listen to your body and up the pace. Uh, yeah. Yep. 
up the pace of supporting Shoto. Your body's like, tell Shoto to go QJ. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Shoto. let's move on <laughs> to the last bout of the day. Maegashira 7, Takiyasu up against Ozeki Mitakumi. I mean, this is a beautiful piece of programming. I, I like this. What a way to finish off day 12. I was 12. very nervous for about five hours beforehand. Absolutely. Buckets at the ready, body to body. Takiyasu gets the left hand belt grip. And it was a long lock up here. It goes on and on. Takiyasu's on the belt. Mitakumi just couldn't find a way on as Takiyasu kept his hips away. They're constantly readjusting. There's a war going on downstairs as Mitakumi tries to get on the belt. Uh, Mitakumi's defending, but then all of a sudden it happened. Takiyasu found that uh, Maimawashi grip. Yep. And watching the replay after he had that, there wasn't much. They played an ultra slow-mo replay Mm. of his hand going onto the front of Mitakiyumi's belt. And it was like, you know, the clouds opened up and this angel brass chorus started playing. It was just like, oh, and Mitakiyumi started moving backwards and Takiyasu suddenly activated. Obviously, as soon as he felt his fingers slip under there, he knew that it was on. Yeah. And he just pushed forward with all the power in the world. This happened very quickly, uh, yeah. watching it at full speed. It took me a moment to go, Oh, did Takiyasu just win that? Well, because their Mawashi colours yeah, are really, si- uh, yeah, yeah. really similar as yeah. well. I, I was just suddenly like, oh, my God, Mitakimi's won. Yeah. Because that's what I was expecting. I have to admit that I thought once they got <laughs> on the belt that that was a situation that favoured Mitakumi. Yeah, you said that. And I thought, oh, my thought was that Takiyasu doesn't mind. A, he, he can make himself quite difficult to move. Now, that doesn't mean that he's going to win it, but he knows how to mm. slow about down. I definitely agree. But with Mitakumi in form, yeah, I just thought he, he would like slightly triumph over that matchup. But he, he just didn't. He was, I think he was taken by surprise. And maybe this is something that he needs to work on because in his defeats this time around, it's always been through someone acting really quickly. So he can get himself out of a sticky situation, Mitakumi, but when suddenly something happens he's not expecting, maybe that's a, a situation he's finding it harder to get out of. Absolutely. Well, in, in a similar way to the uh, Kotonowaka Wakataka Kage bout, this bout had a big bearing on the leaderboard. Yeah. Take us through it. Well, it's Wakataka Kage and Takiyasu on 11 wins, and that's two ahead of their uh, rivals, yep. Mitakumi and Kotonowaka on nine wins. And... Takiyasu and Wakataka Kage have already fought each other with it going Wakataka Kage's way yesterday. So that's out of the way. Now it's all about them fighting other people and keeping on yeah. winning. And from here, because there are three Azeki, you know, everyone's sort of fighting them. And from here, it just goes pretty bananas, I can imagine. We know tomorrow, but, uh, you know, the, the second two days, yeah. Well, let's have a look. Tell with, me about tomorrow. Let's have a look at what's going on tomorrow. I'm going to start you up the top with Shodai taking on Kotnawaka. Okay. So Kotnawaka okay. desperately needing that win to stay in the Usho race. Shodai looking for his Kachikoshi. And their matchups. Uh, zero one Kotnawaka's way. Mm. Yep. Takiyasu takes on Takakesho. Mm. Okay. So this is, yeah, I mean, this is a big bout for a Friday. Yeah. Thought we might have saved this one for the weekend. Is this the final? Is that final? 
No, no. Short Eye Codna Waka is the final bout for some unknown reason. I love reason. putting Short Eye at the end. Yeah, I know. Why not? Yep, I, I like it. Uh, they've met 16 times. It's seven, nine, Takakesho's way. Mm-hmm. And third last bout of the day, Wakataka Kage up against Mitakumi. Yeah. A yeah. 6-2 record Mitakumi's way. Gosh, every day I've thought the matchups were better and then now I think it's all about day 13. <laughs> well, the the last three bouts will have a big bearing on this. You show if Kodnawaka loses, he's out of contention. And we have Takiyasu and Wakataka Kage up against Takakesho and Mitakumi. Yeah, it's big. So that means if... Mitakumi loses. He's out of yeah, and it, I think well. it'll come down to because then Takiyasu, Takiyasu would win. Yep, and yep. Wakataka Kage. Mm. So we have two Rikishi who are staking their claim on this very, very exciting Yusho race. Can't believe that we're saying on day twelve that it's Takiyasu and Wakataka Kage in the mix. <laughs> I think but I love jury it. To add to that, yeah, it's a big one. Thank you so much for joining us on Sumo Mainichi. We'll be here tomorrow to bring you all the action from day thirteen. Friday so- night Sumo. Bye. Bye.